Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us tonight on episode 19, season four of the standoff of Brad and Richie here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We're here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Richie is not here tonight. He, um, is stuck in Gisborne on a work business. So I will bring in Paul, who's volunteered to jump in and help me out tonight. So evening, Paul. Um, there was no Warriors game in the weekend. Um, but there were some good games, which I'm sure you watched. But first of all, how are you? And um, are you looking forward to doing the show tonight? I'm pissed off straight away. You're, <laughs> you're still saying Brad and Richie. It's not a Brad and Richie. This is a Brad and Paul show. Jeez. It's, it's, Come it's on. Step me up. Step me up. Daring me, I just false advertising at the top of the show there, folks. And, and for all those of you that turned off, hope you turn back on again. Now you know that I'm here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me tonight, Paul. Um, and while we're here live on Wednesdays, you can also catch our show at your convenience um, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and all those things. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, we're going to cover everything you need to know in the week that was Rugby League, including our top stories of the week, a review of round 16 and an update of our tips. We'll then stop and answer some questions from you as well as some questions we've prepared for each other. Uh, Richie was able to send us his question um, well, so my, we can my answer question that. Now. My, my well, it's question Paul's now. question now, so Paul's going to look like he knows what he's talking about, which is great. <laughs> um, we'll then preview uh, round 17 and make our picks uh, before ending the night with a recap of the Super League. Uh, so remember to send us comments and questions throughout the show, and we may as well jump straight into it, Paul. Yeah, well, actually, no, no. How was your weekend? Yeah. We're not talking about your weekend. It was fantastic. I I watched my cousin play basketball. He lost. Um, mm. Kind of blames me, I guess, because I haven't <laughs> seen him win a game live yet. So, um, so you, you've got to sign basketball for us to do a giveaway on the uh, on the channel for? No, I couldn't even get a free ticket, Paul. Oh. You know. I, I'm I, I'm not the favourite cousin, I guess, but um, that was good. Oh, yeah. um, the, the losing mascot, that's why. 
Yeah, and um, yeah, it's always good to have something to fill a weekend when the Warriors aren't playing, since that kind of is the focal point of my life. So, um, yeah, it was good. But news time. Um, first one is Ben Hunt. Uh, um, we've talked a little bit about it in previous episodes, but um, he's actually officially requested his release from the Dragons. Um, the Dragons CEO actually came out publicly and said they've rejected his request and want to speak with him and see if they can talk him around. There were also rumors that he's willing to spend 150k of his own money to get out of his contract. And there's multiple clubs interested in him, including the Bulldogs and, as always, the Brewsters. Um, so what's your take on this, Paul, um, from uh, outside of rugby league sport aspect of a player demanding to be let go early and a player sticking to their guns, or a club sticking to their guns, sorry? Well, look, it comes down to what I guess uh, this, this one comes down to money, doesn't it? it, it when we talk about RTS later on, it's going to be we're going to be we're going to talk about a similar sort of thing, aren't we? And look, if you're in, if you're in football where you've got unlimited cash and unlimited budget, then you can send a player down uh, and take a stand um, for a while and just eat it. Unfortunately, in the NRL, uh, if if they sort of turn up and play and do everything they're supposed to, uh, that's that salary cap that's gone that you know it's not performing as well as it should do because it's not happy. So uh, with the salary cap thing, um, especially if it's one of your top players and one of your big chunks of salary cap, you, you've, you've got to offload it to otherwise it's going to hit your performance, unfortunately. So I, I don't think they're in any situation here to if, if he's that upset already, he's not going to be talked around. Uh, the only thing he can be at the, the Dragons for um, is the cash. I'm sure the Bulldogs aren't having a great season. Um, but uh, there's more upside to them than the Dragons, let's be honest, in the short term to, to do to do relatively well. And the Roosters, obviously, they're a contending team. So, um, uh, yeah, I, why would you want to set the Dragons, unfortunately? And, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm biased with the Dragons. So, um, yeah, or, or, it's or, interesting. Or, 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 I mean, a bit like the Tigers as well. Why would you want to be at one of those yeah. bottom two teams? If you're not actually happy there, uh, you're not there for the money. If you enjoy the people and you're happy there, then great. That's fine, but if you're not happy, yeah, there's no there's no reason to to, to eat that pain to stick around. Yeah, and like, I'm all for teams, you know, holding these players to contracts because we've talked about it so much on the show, and we talk about it about the dragons in just a second. But contracts mean very little anymore. Like you can sign for five years, you'll be gone in two. Um, but yeah, as you said, like it's such a massive part of the salary cap. You're trying to rebuild. Um, your club because it's at rock bottom right now. Do you really want a disgruntled player that's just gonna, you know, jog around? He'll he'll do what he can. I suppose you could put the the angle on it that he'll want to play well to get a good deal elsewhere. But people know the type of player he is, and I think if he's playing poorly when he's unhappy, I think other clubs are going to know the reason why. So. I would just yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, his, his, his reputation is already made, isn't it? Um, people know, yeah. know, know who he is. So, um, the I mean, such as the contract's not worth paper written on. Look, I mean, they are to a certain degree, um, but you're just going to be flexible about, flexible about them. Um, and actually, run a decent club. If you're not running a decent club, then <laughs> that's your that's your own yeah. fault, isn't it? Yeah. And speaking of the contracts not being what they're written on, um, the Dragons also confirmed at the same time that they've released Josh Kerr immediately from his contract to join the Dolphins early. He signed 
I think it's a two or three year deal with the Dolphins starting next year, but the Dragons have decided they'll just let him go now. Um, so yeah, they're they're letting one player go, but they're really not keen on letting their best player go. So interesting times there. Um, but yeah, any takes on Josh Kerr and letting a front rower go early? Okay, it just seems a bit strange, isn't it? That the one they're, one they're going to let go, one they're not. Um, and uh, I guess that's another part of it. Is you've got to treat your, your players the same. I guess if, if he's only under contract for a couple more months, um, then you can understand why they let him go early just to save the cash, really. Um, yeah. But um, but you've uh, but I guess now look, it, it's I think you should have one rule for all your players. Mm. And um, continuing with the requesting releases um, news, Matt Lodge uh, from the Roosters has requested an immediate release from the uh, from the Roosters, and they've basically accepted it and told him he's free to find a new home, and if he finds one, he can go. So um, it's quite a common story when it comes to Matt Lodge. That is his MO. Um, he goes to a club, and then he um, requests an immediate release and goes somewhere else. Um yeah, I, I, it's he's he's like he's going to his reputation is going to walk walk in front of him. If he's not careful, and he's going to find less and less clubs in, uh, interested. So he's going to be careful how many times he does this. Yeah, I like I said before the show, Paul. I think um, he's going to go to his daddy-in-law's club, the Dolphins, potentially. Um, that seems like the only place that might take him because he's got family ties there. But we'll we'll see. Perhaps we'll have a new club for him by the time we have our show next week. It's not what you know; it's who you know. Exactly. Before you jump on to the next thing, which is um, uh, which uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of ease in there. So um, Robbie's um, saying, uh, loving your mullet. Now, um, folks, uh, as you as, as I think we've mentioned on the previous shows, Brad is um, doing his shave for a cure. Uh, so um, I'm going to put the link in the live chat. Um, so uh, this is the uh, uh, for you so you can help um, Brad raise money. He's, all, he's on a one thousand. Two hundred eighty-two dollars so far. So far, um, and on Friday the thirtieth of June, he'll be uh, getting it all shaved off. I'm going to be there. I'm going to drive up to Auckland, especially. We're going to video it, probably live, maybe even live stream it um, for you all. So um, do um, uh, do go on the shave for a cure site that I'm putting in the um, the live chat right now, uh, and, uh, and please. Um, uh, give uh, give give to this um this very good um this very good cause um also on that also robbie um then says um that he'll buy you a beer um at the sold out game now uh, robbie if you just wait until the 30th and uh, uh for the um for the roosters game um, i'm gonna be there as well you can buy me a beer as well so that'd be great yeah which <laughs> that goes into to robbie's other comedy put in saying would paul ever accept our invite and go to a warriors game one day so yes um, the 30th, the next home game against the Rabbitohs, Paul, since he's coming up and videoing the here and everything, he, he's going to come and watch uh, a proper game of sport and um, watch the Warriors. If the Warriors don't succeed, um, they'll be the last one you come to. Um, um, no, I, I have been to a, uh, a league game before. Um, I've, yeah, seen, uh, I've seen Great Britain beat Australia at Wembley in a World Cup. Um, that doesn't. That doesn't. A long count. time ago, internationals don't count as real games <laughs> anymore. We, how many? How many times do we talk about they don't take international seriously? Oh, um, but 
No, it should be a good game. I've got it coming up in the injury news, but um, Latrell Mitchell has um, been saving himself for a couple of weeks and is going to make that his first game um, back, which is always great. Um, but yeah, it should be a good time. Looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, speaking about the Warriors and the and the stadium, um, they are actually going to be renaming Go Media Stadium to Daniel Anderson Stadium for their Round 25 clash against Seagulls, as we've mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Um, round 25 of the NRL um, will be known as the Daniel Anderson round um, where they're going to be working on raising funds to support him um, in his battle um, after his um, spinal injury. So um, great, great move by the club. Um, and yeah, hopefully um, they can make some big money for him. Um, anything you want to add about the Warriors changing the name of the stadium for the second time in a year? Well, <laughs> for a good reason, you know. This, yeah, this whistles for a good reason. It's um, uh, and uh, look, it raises awareness, uh, and hopefully, all the fans get behind them. It'd be a sellout and uh, fill those buckets, folks. Definitely. And um, now, a part we can actually bring you into properly. So, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, um feels like every every waking minute in the media we're hearing his name. Um, he wasn't selected in the uh, World Cup squad. Um, the NRL World has just been filled with rumours recently um, about him getting out of his contract early and joining the Warriors. There's even been rumours that the Roosters are interested in bringing him in for the rest of the year. Um, the Warriors have come out and said that they've not spoken to him. There was, on NRL 360 last night, there was a conversation that the Warriors have actually officially inquired with the NRL about how much it would cost to bring Roger back now. Um, for the remainder of this year in terms of salary cap space and whatnot. Um, the New Zealand Rugby Union um, have come out and said they expect to see him play out his contract in the local competition. I don't. Is, is it ITM Cup still? Is that what they call it or is it something else? Uh, the Bunning, uh, it's the MPC, Bunnings NPC. Okay, so we're back to NPC. Cool. Um, so NPC, um, but they did kind of say if he had, if he requested a release, it's something they could discuss. There's been no official request from him. But um, what's your take, Paul? You've obviously got that rugby union background and um, can help us out there. Well, look, I mean, uh, th th there is still an outside chance that he could go to the um, the Rugby World Cup. Um, and so you can you can see why he would stick around in case of injuries um, from, from that point of view. Um, the, um, I guess the other thing that's, I would say, is, look, it's, again, it comes out of that salary cap, doesn't it? How much does the, uh, how, how much would it cost the Warriors? Do they have space in that cap? I, do they really need him at the moment either? And look, they've got, a, they, it, it looks like they've got a good squad, a good, that uh, is all uh, happy with itself. Um, and so from that point of view, uh, I wouldn't bring that disruption in. Um, he's, 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 uh, he's not conditioned for, um, uh, for, for for this for um for, for, for NRL at the moment, um, and so you got to say that um I think he would uh, I think it'd be, I think it's about the wrong move for him to come back. I think look do it do it in the time frame that I've said before, um, and uh, keep it like that. I don't I think rushing him back, I'm not sure what you'd gain, and I think you I don't think he's in the right shape. You might hurt you might break him because um, the body the, the contact's different. Um, so I'm not sure it's great. Yeah, I'm. I still would like to see him, but I, I've everything I've heard from the Warriors camp about them saying they want him to, you know, see out his contract, 
and do a full preseason before he's back in the mix makes sense to me. And like you said, they don't. It'd be nice to have him, but they don't need him. It's not like they're in a disastrous situation um, right now. They're in a good spot. So um, as much as I want to see him um, back in a Warriors jersey, I'm happy for him to to wait it out and um, come back, um, you know, fit him fighting next year. So who knows? We might be talking about him in a Warriors jersey as soon as next week. We just don't know with how news is. Well, I, I think him going to the Roosters is a joke, and I think that's just purely yeah. um, that's just purely uh, media talk to, to just to Wait. generate headlines and to fill some column inches. I think that's I think that's, I think that's total bullshit. I think mean, if he is going to come back, love players getting players back. That's what they, they do. They do, but look, I mean, the whole point that he's, he's settled in Auckland, he's living in New Zealand. Um, why would he want to uproot his life for uh, three, four months um, across yeah. Australia? Um, the so when he, when his body's not ready for it, I, I think that, that that I think is a is is, is absolutely rubbish. There is a chance he'll, he'll come to the Warriors early, um, but um, I don't think they need him. I don't think it will happen. Yeah, so yeah, we're, it will be an ongoing news story for the rest of the season, I'm sure. But um, we'll we'll talk about it whenever there's something new. Um, but we'll go into the international game for a little bit. Um, the New Zealand Rugby League are apparently in discussions about hosting the 2025 Rugby League World Cup. We've talked about it when it was an idea um, a few weeks ago, but it sounds like they want to do it and do it on their own without Australia, um, but take some games to the Pacific Islands. Um, so they're keen to get it to the Pacific Islands, but they don't want to share it with Australia because then Australia takes like the grand final and everything. Um as they do. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I'd love to see it here, being completely selfish, um, being able to go to, you know, a few games um, as much as my money would allow would be great. But, yeah, um, what's your take on New Zealand Rugby League trying to take it and manage it all on their own? Oh, look, I think look, I mean, New Zealand's clearly got the ability to do that we've got the um the soccer world cup going on at the moment because we've had um the women's rugby rugby world cup there, there are the people here to run that kind of event so go for it absolutely um the uh i guess the other part of it is will they do what they are doing did um the last time which is where they had the men's women's wheelchair all of them at the same time um and uh if so that could be a fantastic for the growth of the wheel of, of the um the wheelchair game in particular, because um, um, I'm not sure that that really exists here. I mean, the Wheel Blacks, for example, play the rugby version rather than the league version of wheelchair rugby. Yeah, um, we didn't even have a team in the World Cup, I believe. Yeah, so, there's no New Zealand team, yeah. Yeah, um, so um, I think that, um, uh, so I think from, from that point, so I think that that would be amazing uh, to give that kind of sport part of the boost, sport the boost um, over here. Um, and would uh, make people a lot more aware of that. So, uh, yeah, I'd be interested if they do all three of them. Uh, if they do all three of them, then I think the, the wheelchair one and the women's one will probably just be based in New Zealand, and they'll probably just take the men's games um, to uh, over to Fiji or, or Tonga, uh, maybe Papua New Guinea. Um, but um, no, I think it would be, be a good idea, and I say that New Zealand's got the expertise to do it, um, so why not? Yeah, I'd love to see it. Yeah, and I've seen there's some comments about, like, the cost and whatnot from Jacko. Yeah, that's always going to be the biggest concern. Um, but 
I don't know. It, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping it works out, but we're just going to have to wait and see. It's not a decision they're going to make quickly. Um, you know, they're going to want to pick someone that they know will get the job done after what's happened with France bailing. You know, it's already, you know, made it go a step backwards with having to rejig everything. But, yeah, it'd be great to see it in New Zealand. So, fingers crossed. And, you know, um, look, you, you know, you, 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 your Tonga games will be sold out and we'll have fantastic, you know, obviously you're going to host those in Hamilton and Auckland. Um, the uh, so, so you're not going to want to take them further away than that. And the having those big crowds uh, and that excitement, that energy in the stands uh, is something that will be, that, that they know they'll get here, which, I think, which is important for the TV audience. Because, um, I mean, one of the things that's, uh, that, that's, that's come out recently is around um, TV uh, audiences of, Super Rugby versus NRL. Apparently, Super Rugby is higher, and all the quarterfinals are somewhat higher than the than the Warriors games. Or, or um, but if you watch a game on TV, you'd think that the the NRL is much more popular in New Zealand because of the crowd numbers, right? The the, yeah. the, the atmosphere um, uh, that you get in a, a Warriors game is comes across on TV is much better than you get um, at the Super Rugby games, um, and you want that to be that's part of selling the game because they've all of us assumed um, that. Um, those um, that those ones would be um, uh, that those uh, the, 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 the TV figures would follow that, but apparently they, they haven't done. Um, Nicholas, uh, we'll do questions after we've done the review of the round. Um, we'll, we'll ask that question to Brad. Um, so don't you worry about that. So um, no, yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be fantastic to hold it in New Zealand. Um, there'll be good crowds, and I, and I think you should take some games down to Wellington and to Christchurch, um, especially if the NRL. I think you put your team down there. Um, host a bunch of games down there again um, build the audience build the fan base ahead of time yeah definitely um, next bit of news um, there's been some rumours circulating that the Bulldogs are looking at signing Tyrone May from 2024 as he wishes the return from France back to New Zealand um, he's had his first year of, yeah he, um, yeah oh sorry um, he's had his first year of issues um, on and off the field he is a good player when his mind's right. And going to the Bulldogs seems to make sense because they're currently the Panthers B team and um, he's another former Panther. So I'm sure we'll hear about that in the next couple of weeks, Paul. Um, what's your take on Tyrone May and your excessive knowledge of all the games he's played? I suppose I've got, I've got no take on that one. Um, good luck to him <laughs> to come back. Um, and um, let's hope he gets... Uh, um, does his talking on the pitch um, and on the back pages, not front pages. Yeah. And uh, last, bit of, last bit of news before we get into signings, injuries, and um, the naughty boy corner. Alex Twal, uh, as the title of our show tonight um, suggests, he finally scored a try in the NRL, uh, Paul. He, whoop, um, whoop, has, whoop, whoop. He's played 116 games um, without scoring, and, yeah, he, it finally happened – I did have the stat. There was a player that had gone longer than 12, but um, this was kind of, I don't want to say the running joke, but it was kind of always a thing. Whenever the Tigers were about to play, it was all like, will Alex get a try tonight? And in pure Alex 12 fashion, um, it wasn't, you know, the most spectacular try. It was, there was a kick into the end goal, a tap back, and he kind of just fell on it. Um he looked like he was almost trying to push his teammates out of the way to make sure he got it. But, um, yeah, never 
never been prouder as a, a former prop seeing a, a prop finally get there um and you know we'll talk about it later when we talk about the tiger storm game that was really the only highlight you could probably pull out of the tiger's performance but seeing the whole team get around him and be really stoked um you know put a tear to the old man's eye over here so um what's your take on it i know um, I was speaking with my grandmother um, this week about it because she was like, what's the big deal? Props don't score a lot of tries. And I looked at like the Warriors stats this year, apart from Adam Fanua Blake, who scored five, um, every prop bar, um, bar the Kepu um, boy who's injured all year and Mitch Barnett, um, they've basically all scored every all of our props. So most teams can usually get a prop across the line. But, yeah, it's good to see the Tigers finally do it for Alex. Absolutely. Go Tiger Town. Yeah. Um, so that was all the news we had. So we're going to signings. Um, I only had one, and then we got a couple of new ones today. So um, the first one was the Panthers have extended the deal of Sonny Luke, um, their young hooker, until the end of 2025. I think uh, Jacko's mentioned it there. Um but um, Jake Averillo, um has signed with the Dolphins until the end of 2026. He's leaving the Bulldogs. Um, he also isn't a Panthers player, so he doesn't fit what they want. Um, and then the Eels announced three um, extensions today. Um, Josh Hodson until the end of 2024. Um, Dejan Arcee until the end of 2024. And Bailey Simonson until the end of 2025. So I know you don't have too much knowledge on this, Paul, but some decent signings. I think Jack Averillo or Jake Averillo, sorry, um, is a massive deal for the Dolphins. I think he's been playing reasonably well for the Bulldogs this year, and it's very surprising to see them let him go. But, um, yeah, it's good to see some players get rewarded. Yeah, look, if, if um, I, I would have been unsure about going to the Dolphins for the first few years while they got themselves established, but the way they've gone this season, why mm. wouldn't you go there? I mean, they, look, they, they've, they, they've, uh, they've stamped themselves early doors. Um, he's, a, he's a team that's 16th in the table, and he's going for a team that's that's got a chance of making the playoffs in their first season. I mean, it's a, um, especially if he's from that kind of area, wants to be up up in Brisbane way, then why not? Uh, it seems like a, a, a great move. Um, as far as the Panthers re-signing, look, <laughs> if you're the top team or one of the top teams, keep hold of your players. It's got to be a good signing. Got to be a good thing for them. Um, yeah. The Eels one a bit interesting. Look, just one year extensions for a couple of these guys. Uh, perhaps they're not too confident then. Um, about that, uh, unless they're older guys. But um, yeah, yeah Hodgson's Hodgson's getting on, and Dejan Arce, He's he was with the Warriors. He's a young guy that I he's going to get one or two games a year, depending on injuries. So I think they're kind of not giving him a big deal. So you know, you don't know how much you're going to get out of him. So that makes sense. Yeah, I guess if it was, if it's, if it's a small deal, he might be thinking, no, look, I want to. I don't 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 do a Sunny Bill. You get yourself signed up for five years on low money and then become a superstar. Um, yeah. Like he did in his first, when he first joined. Yep. Yep. So now we'll go into injuries. Um, only really got two major ones. Um, Kurt Capewell from the Broncos has injured his quad and is going to miss the next two matches. Um, Helen Lukey from the Cowboys. He's going to miss six weeks after sustaining a facial fracture. Um, Luke Carey has avoided... Um, the potential broken jaw from the weekend. Um, that's all fine. He's clear to play. And as mentioned earlier, Latrell Mitchell from the Rabbitohs is missing tonight's Origin game um, due to his calf injury. He's also missing the Rabbitohs game this week 
to ensure he's 100% ready to go um, for round 18 against the Warriors. So um, as luck has it, the Warriors always get these big guys coming back against them. So um, great news for the Rabbitohs, I guess, not so good for us. Um, well, no, but um, doing the right thing, uh, get, get properly healed rather than rushing back. Yeah. And for the first time, I think, ever on the show, Paul, we have no one in the naughty boy corner. There was not a single fine or suspension um, in round 16. Um, yeah. I mean, what's the world coming to? I mean, it's, 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 just, it's just not NRL. It's disgusting. Um, having yeah. this, it's, uh, this, it's just not um, It's just not league. Uh, they, yeah. They... Yeah, I don't know. So we may as well get into talking about round 16. Um, so first up, we had the Cowboys ruining our multi in the first game. Um, beating the Panthers 27-23. Um, I'm going to have to do bloody Richie's naming of all the tries, aren't I? I there were some if, tricky if, names. If, so was, if, if we need to name all the tries, we go on, yes. Um, so, yeah, Cowboys scored five tries. Um, Scott Drinkwater got two. Tom Dearden got one. Um, Kyle Falk got one. And Kuli Kefu Finifuyaki um, got one as well. And then for the Panthers, Isaac Targo got a double, Jermaine Salmon got one, and Tom Jenkins got one. So um, we don't have um, Richie's notes here, but I can go with mine and then that you discuss, Paul. So um, for the Cowboys, um, they had a lot of their strike weapons um, out due to origin, but they grinded hard in this match. Um, they were behind in most of the stats, um, but their veterans stepped up and kept them in the contest, and then they held their nerve in golden point and got the win with actually quite a nice tie. Um, we keep asking each week, Paul, if they're back on track, but perhaps they might actually be in the right direction now. They're kind of stringing a couple of wins together now. Um, the, uh, and the, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, they climb themselves up to, um, up to 13, three, two points off the, um, yeah. off, off the final, off, off top eight. So, um, Yes, they're a long way back, but uh, it's such a tight table that yeah, they're not they're yeah, they're back in the mix for the um, for the playoffs, which for the for the finals, which is um scary considering how kind of they're written off earlier in the season, how bad they were we, we said they were going. Yeah, definitely. And um with the Panthers, um they were obviously down on a lot of troops as well with origin and some injuries. And I don't think they actually did much wrong in this game. Um they had a few errors and a few poor defensive moments in Golden Point, which kind of sealed their fate. Um, once they got to Golden Point, I kind of thought it was going to be an easy easy win for them. But, yeah, um, that's the risk of going to Golden Point. You've got to seal it in the 80 minutes. But um, what's your take on my one of my teams to beat? The Panthers getting beat in here. The <laughs> look, I mean, look, as you say, look, it, it's, it's, an orig- it's an origin game round. So look, these, these, things will, um, these things do happen. Yeah. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into it. Yeah, and my player that I picked to stand out was Scott Drinkwater. Um, you know, getting the match winner kind of ticked him over in my my box. So, thought it was a great effort from him. And uh, uh, yeah, look, I mean, they, they kept it close. It wasn't like that, like they got blown out. We had we had two no. close games to kick off the weekend, and then then it became a bit one sided after that, didn't it? It did. Yeah. So the next game, the Roosters um, finally remember what it was like to win, um, <laughs> defeating the Knights eighteen sixteen, um, three tries apiece. Uh, the Knights, Dominic Young got a double and Bradman best. 
And then for the Roosters, Nat Butcher, Joseph Manu, and Daniel Tupo. Um, so for the Roosters, the winners, it wasn't a great performance, um, but they did look better. They had um, Joseph Manu at fullback and instead of being um, shoehorned into the halves, and it created a more dangerous-looking attack for them. Um, losing Luke Carey, their, their halfback, um, 20 minutes into the game didn't really help, um, but they managed to hold on um, for this much-needed win. Um, yeah, what's your take on it? Oh, look, for, for a team that's got that kind of talent and that kind of budget, to be outside the top eight is um, is poor, really. And they've, yeah, as you say, much needed win. Um, they shouldn't be making this 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 much this. Um, well, though, yeah, they should be making this hard work of it in some ways because uh, only to yeah a two point win over the Knights. That's um, yeah, they that's that's not what they're roster should be doing no and um jacko made a comment that uh, manu should be in fullback all the time it's a shame is that is his best position and he's got james tedesco who everyone worships over there in his place um so as soon as that guy retires um the roosters might start looking good i don't know um with the knights um they just made too many um poor decisions this game they had some questionable attacking plays where they kind of went directions they shouldn't um and yeah just left a lot to be desired but they also snuck almost snuck home with that win um but this is a game that they let slip which you just can't do with how tight the ladder is when we talk about the ladder later you'll see how ridiculously close everyone is so you really can't let a game like the slip ball no absolutely not i mean that they they're perhaps the uh if we if we're to draw a line i think the line goes beneath them that's kind of still in touch and the, the yeah. three below them they're, they're kind of just the, the, the bottom of the competitive crowd um and uh yeah they just uh if you that's gonna be the difference between making the eight and make it or, or or where you shuffle around there is do you close these ones out or do you let them slip yeah and uh the player that stood out was uh, i've talked about him already quite a lot but um joseph manu he yeah it was perhaps one of his best games this year um so, yeah, great one for him there. Um, now we're getting into what you talked about, Paul, um, the one-sided games. So um, next game with the Eels defeating the um, Seagulls 34-4. to um, Offahiki, Ogden, Bailey, Simonson, uh, Clint Gutherson, Jermaine Hopgood, Simonson again, and uh, Makahisi Makatoa scored for the Eels. And Christian Tupalutu um, scored for Manly. So um, I thought this was a good effort from the Eels, Paul. Uh, they made it look easy um, and they needed to dominate this match if they wanted to be taken seriously as a playoff contender. Um, big games from Gutho, Bailey Simonson and Hopgood um, and just a solid effort across the board. Yeah, look, I mean, they're on a run now of four wins and, and one loss in the last five games. So, I mean, they're, 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 they've uh, they've hit a rich frame of form, uh, which has got them, got them back into the, got sort of into the, into the eight um, yeah. and should see them Pull away from the guys behind them now. Uh, this should be the. Um, I mean, they're one of the teams that should. Look, yeah, as you say, that I think we, or we, you guys, um, sort of backs do pretty well or being a top eight this year, um, and see them have uh, to to be have been languishing, but uh, they seem to have got their act together now. Yeah, and um, there was a shocking moment during the week before they they give the two points for the buyer teams that had buyers at the end of the yep. round. So there was actually a point after their win here. They went from outside of the eight to you know, I think it was fourth. 
um, yeah. at one point because of their points differential because they've always had yep. a good one even though they're outside and then once everyone got those points they went back down but to be back already on the in the hunt in the top eight again is a massive achievement after how poor they've been at times at the start of the year well poor, poor results but as you say they've got the second best points difference in the in the league after the yeah. Panthers they've yeah, got a better point difference than, than the Broncos who are first yeah when they win they win by a lot so yeah. um it helps defense is their problem they've scored more points than anyone else in the whole league yeah but they've also led in 288 points um, yeah which is uh also a lot but they've scored 392 so yeah they're, they're um yeah they can score yeah exactly and um for the seagulls um it went exactly as i expected um they were without dale terry evans and tommy turbo um they didn't have a lot of chances um but Without those guys, they just lack the spark needed to get themselves in the match. Unfortunately, this is basically the result you're going to expect every game they play during the origin period, in my opinion. I, there's been in the match, and there's, there's only scoring four points. I mean, seriously, they, they should, for a team, um, they're, they're one of the teams we've said, look, is is perhaps the wrong part of the table because their points difference suggests they should be higher. Um, yep. With only, I mean, only minus eight now, I mean, and they've had this massive loss. So they had a point, positive points difference going this weekend. They should not be that far behind the Eagles. They they should be more competitive than that. That, that that's a poor outing for them, in my opinion. Um, yeah. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Looking at the stat from a stats point of view, uh, they were disappointed with themselves in that. Did oh, I yeah. win? No, I don't think they, they should have won this one, but I think they should have been within sort of ten or competitive, 20, ten or so points, yeah. not within, not 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 thirty odd points away. Yeah, and uh, my player to stand out was Jermaine Hopgood. Um, he's doing really well for the Eels this year, and it was another um, hard graph for him out in the middle. So um, exceptional game from him. Um, next game, Storm defeating the Tigers twenty eight six. So, um, Will Warbrick, this, this, this one, I, this one, I do, do think was you do. right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Will Warbrick um, scored four of the Storm six tries. Then Tyran um, Wishart and Kane Bradley scored the other two. And then, obviously, Tigers. We talked about it. They got one try through Alex Twile. Um, so, yeah, with some key players out of the Storm, um, I think the Storm were probably very thankful that they got the Tigers this week. Um, some big games from the afford pack um, allowed the backs to create heaps of scoring um, opportunities, but it was really the, the Warbrick show. And I think he's really settling into the NRL, which is great to see. Yeah. Look, I mean, with, with those kind of, um, yeah, I mean, against, against what, I don't know, perhaps I can't, maybe they've dropped back, back a place. Um, but yeah, bottom two side um, against the storm. It was always going to be, they, they sh- even, even missing their top players for the, for, um, 
for Origin, they should not be worried about this sort of game. Yeah. Well, the Tigers at least can say that this year they got Alex Twala try and they beat the Panthers. So yep. they can hold that on there. <laughs> but yeah, talking about the Tigers, it was yeah tough match for them. Um, I thought they put in a valiant effort, um, but they're just not the same level as the likes of the Storm. Um, so it was an uphill battle all night. But yeah, seeing Twala's score his first try was my highlight of the weekend. Yep, oh, it's good looking. You're having your first try of a hundred odd games. Yeah, of a short, of a small, of it, and also it's a shortened round. Let's be honest. Yeah, and then my player to stand out obviously was Will Warbrick. You know, scoring four tries. Um, as I said already, he's really settling into NRL, and um, yeah, it's great to see um, another another Union convert coming over and doing well. Um, <laughs> so our next game, our final game, uh, it's probably the quickest we've done one of these. See, Richard slows us down. Um, and it helps that there's only no, five games. Sure what they're talking about does, 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 would, would, would help you, wouldn't it? Um. Yeah. So um, probably the biggest surprise in terms of blowouts, but um, the Sharks beating the Bulldogs 48-10. Um, eight tries for the Sharks. Teague Wilton, Braden Hamnu-Ueli, Ronaldo Mulutalo, Cameron McInnes, Jack Williams, Thomas Hazelton, Brighton Nakora, and Jesse Ramian. And then the Sharks, Kyle Flanagan and Curtis Morin. Um, I expected a big game from Nico Hines um, in this after missing out on Origin and all the talk about him not being good enough for that stage. And he didn't disappoint me here. Um, the Sharks look back to their lethal attack um, like we saw in the old days, or well, old days last year. Um, and while they, they were helped by a poor Bulldogs outfit, um, it was good to see my predicted premiers play some enterprising football. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you here about um, the most surprising blowout. Um, the Sharks coming into this round were the biggest favourites this weekend at dollar twenty-two. They were the mo- they were the strongest favourites this round um, against a, a, a bulldog side that's been um, poor. They've let they've, they're the only team to have given up four hundred points this season. So they're they're one of the mm-hmm. weakest defenses in the league up against the Sharks, who uh, who clearly know how to score points. Um, so no, I think this this was another one that was coming um, a uh, a bit like um, the um, old um, a bit like the Tigers game previously. With this this was another one that was, that was that was looking to be a blowout. Yeah, in spades. That's it's a good choice. Uh, sorry, yeah. So so for those on the podcast, uh, and yeah, Nicholas asking what my, my beverage beverage of choice. It's uh, it's yeah, spades um, gold medal tonight. Yeah, I'll have my coffee. It's fine. Um, you can. <laughs> Um, and yeah, for the Bulldogs, just a bad night, to be honest. Um, they were missing players to origin, missing players to injuries. It's made it a tough season for them, um, but they just never offered much resistance. Um, I expect to see improvement before the year's done, but bottom four, I think, is their likely destination by season's end still. Bottom three. Bottom three? <laughs> As I say, I think the bottom three, I think there's a gap between... 14th and 15th. We'll talk about that when we get to the table. Yep. And yeah, my player standout was Nico Hines. Um, did have much opposition, but it was a game he needed to play well in after all the talk in the media about him. So it was good to see him go out there and not let that rattle him and um, play the game he was meant to. Um, so that was the round pool. Probably a record for getting through it quickly there. Um, oh, I might, actually, uh, might be able to get to bed on time tonight. <laughs> yeah. um, so what's first, the ladder? Yep. Um, 
do you want to do you want to have a go at reading the top eight out yeah so top eight we've got um the uh, broncos uh now clear at the top by two points ahead of uh, um, the panthers uh, and the storm then come the Rabbitohs, sharks uh warriors uh, and raiders all on 20 points before we hit the big gaggle of the sort of mid-table crowd starting off with the uh um Eels on 18 points, uh, and then you'll really wheel off the next leg. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got the at ninth place. We've got the Titans um, with 18 points. Dolphins, um, Roosters are also on 18 points in 10th and 11th. Then we've got Manly, uh, 12th with 17 points. Cowboys with 16 at 13th. Knights, 14th with 15 points. And the Dragons, 15th with 12. Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys, Bulldogs, 16th with 12, and then Tigers back in last place with 10 points. So um, we talked about it already, about how close the ladder is. I did my mid-season review on my website this week, and I said uh, the Warriors are six right now, four points away from being first, and only two points away from being 12th. That's <laughs> that's how close it is. Um, so it's crazy. Yeah. I haven't seen it this close in some time. No, I think, look, I mean, Whilst there are teams that, were, that are going to be in this section that, uh, that I'm about to say that aren't realistic of making the top eight, um, I think the cutoff at the moment to make a top eight is is 14th in Newcastle. There's a three-point gap between them, between the Knights and, um, and the Dragons, which is a game and a half, really. Uh, yeah. So there's, that's the only place where there's a, where there's a gap in the entire table. Uh, I think we, we know that well, we've just seen what's happened to the Bulldogs. I've talked about the Bulldogs already, the worst defence in the league. Um, the um, the Tigers, well, it's Tiger Town, uh, and we know your view on the on on the Dragons as well. Those three teams are basically going to be the bottom three, I think. Yeah. Uh, then, re- and then anybody from the Knights upwards, from a points point of view, is still in with a shout at that top eight. Now, I, do I think I, do I think the Knights are capable of making it? No, I don't. I don't think the Knights, um, probably not the Titans either. Uh, maybe the Dolphins will, will probably won't either because it's because of depth. But um, I reckon all the rest are, are in with a shout. Of um, of making that top eight still, yeah. And the Titans, an interesting fact about them: they've had all three of their buys already, so they've got six points for free yep. um, already. Where teams like Brisbane have had one buy, um, so some of them have got some buys which have helped them out. So I expect to see the Titans perhaps drop um, a bit. But yeah, if I was looking at it, I would say Cowboys up are still ones that may have a shot. At, getting into the eight, I think Knights down, like you said, that that bottom four, I think they may go further up the ladder, but I don't see them going very high. So, Yeah, look, okay. the, the Knights, just purely because of the, the, the quality of the team, but the I, I agree with you, but I think from a points point of view, the line is beneath them at the moment. They're, they're just yeah. they're just above the line. They're, they're to be, they, they can still, um, yeah. I, don't they've got the, I don't think they've got the quality, whereas you say, yeah, the Knights, just like the Cowboys, only a point ahead of them, but yeah. Um, yeah. But so uh, yeah, have a chance there. Um, some some little yeah. I mean, we've talked about the the eels making it into the top eight, uh, how they're heading in the right direction. Um, there, uh, the um, when the Titans, Dolphins, sit and the Roosters all move up. That's purely because the Eagles lost um, at the weekend. So uh, yeah, it's the, the the when we look at the form book, um, the the top form teams at the moment. You have got your Panthers, uh, Storm, um, and Eels are all on four wins and a loss. And just that one loss from the last five games. Those are the three form teams um, at the moment. Yeah. So we'll go talk about the tips. See, I'm bringing stats uh, to the show. 
You're bringing stats. Yeah, you confuse me with mathematics. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I'm a front rower. I don't do numbers. Um, so, yeah, we all picked the same um, this week. We were pretty confident in the five games that we knew what we were talking about. We still win above 50%, though, Paul. Um, all of us got through. Yeah, you, you're slightly better than flipping a coin. Well done, boys. Exactly. That's how we do it. Um, so we all got three out of five, um, obviously getting the first two games of the round wrong, um, picking the Knights and the Panthers to win. Um, so Simon's still leading, 76 out of 121. I am second with 72 out of 121, and Richie is dead last, 71 out of 121. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, um, but I'm the only one who is different from Richie and Simon's Paul's, uh, Simon slash Paul's pick this week. So, um, yeah, and, yeah, as Simon said, it's a volatile competition, very hard to tip. Yeah, yeah you yeah, kind of got to... A bad workman blames his tools. Yeah, um, you still got it four points ahead, so I need you to really start picking badly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was all of that. So we may as well go into questions. Paul, did you have a few? Oh, you want to... No, 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 multi? no. no, no we've done, we've talked about talk multi already, haven't we? Uh, we just yeah. got one one from the uh, from the live chat, really. Um, yep. Nicholas, here and now, Brad, will Queensland wrap up the series tonight? 100%. There we go. I I, I'll be very shocked if I see New South Wales come in and beat them in Queensland. Um, it's happened before, I know, but yeah, I just don't see it. So, um, do you uh, do, do you want to go with your question first, or should I go with mine for you? Um, yeah, I'll go with mine because it was following on from that. So, yeah, if follows on. New South Wales lose tonight, which you've said they're going to. Yep. Does Freddie lose his job? And if so, who would you appoint in his place? So, yeah, I expect him to not make it out of the series with the job. Um, I don't know why they gave it to him. I don't rate him as a coach at all. He, he failed it as an NRL coach, and he's failed as an origin coach. Um, so he's just not a coach. A great player, not a coach. Who would I appoint in his place? So, so Okay, so would you would you get rid of him after this game, and uh, or would you let him see the series out? Right, they'll see the series out. There's okay. yeah, It's a dead rubber in the last one. It's not going to matter but um who would i bring in i honestly don't know who i'd bring in for his place um i've always wanted to see like a craig bellamy have a a go at this level i don't think he's even interested um i'm at a blank right now with who i would pick well it's a strange one is it it can't be an nrl you can't i mean it's not really a full-time gig is it for three for three games a year no um but you can't give it to an NRL coach because they're all coaching and they got their own teams who are active at the same time. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one really as to do you, who wants it because you're only really active for what, two months a year. I mean, what, what do you do the rest of your time? Um, but, um, but, but who's good enough to warrant yeah. it? It's, 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 a, it's a difficult one to do. Yeah. And um, New South Wales will never pick a Queenslander really. Um so I don't know. Not Nathan Brown, surely. No. No, Nicholas. Um, yeah, I honestly don't know. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that comes out as a um, New South Wales coach. Um, yeah, who knows? It's it's a poison chalice. Um, so I don't know who would take it. But um, <laughs> my question to you, since I, I successfully did not answer your one, 
Um, the Dragons have named Ben Hunt to start in the game against the Warriors on Friday night. With the current situation that we talked about with Hunt and the fact that he's playing Origin tonight, do you think it's a smart move for the club to name him to play two days later? <laughs> Hell no. Um, look, this, to me, this shows this is this part of um, where how dysfunctional the, the I mean, we, we talk about the dragons being dysfunctional. Uh, sorry, the, the the tigers being dysfunctional. But I think this just shows how dysfunctional the, the, the dragons are um, uh, at um, uh, at the moment. The guy who they're named as captain for Friday is a guy who wants to leave and is playing two days earlier. I, I sorry, but you've got a guy who's saying I'm going to throw money at you. I'll give you 150k. I'll take 150k. Um, I could do with the money. Um, well, you're 150k not to play for you, and they're like, "Oh, you're our captain. We, you're the guy to lead our boys forward and pull the club together." I, what a mess are they in? Are they in? So, um, look to be to name him as captain for Friday for, for Friday night. Yeah, it's a joke. It's clearly not not a good. It's it's something's really wrong there. Um, the and from a player welfare point of view, you can't have somebody backing up. Um, after we were talking about origin games being perhaps the most physical games around because referees just throw the rule book out the window and just let the boys go for it um, with origin rules. So to expect someone to come back two days later and play a game in a different country, uh, having to get on a long, but it's not like that long a flight, but it's a, a decent well, flight. They're um, not playing, they're playing in the same country, um, just different state. They're playing oh, in Wollong, Wollongong. Oh, so sorry. Oh, okay. Um, the um, sorry, I thought it was a Warriors home game over here. Um, nah. the um, the Warriors have taken a home game to Australia, haven't they done enough no, of that recently? In the last, no, it's years? an away game for us. Oh, well, why do you put the names right around then to the home team first on the on the on the, on your graphic? Jeez, um, because it's a, it's a special Warriors graphic, it's a bad graphic, so it doesn't it makes me say if stupid. You go to the next slide, anyway, Paul, you see um, it's done correctly. So, anyway, um. Yeah, it, it's a dumb thing to do. Uh, it's wrong. The players' union, when they did their, um, what do you call it, uh, the um, uh, the uh, bargaining agreement um, at the beginning of the year that they were doing, one of the things in there should have been not allowed to play um, two games within five days. Um, have some proper, um, uh, have some proper downtime and recuperation because you're just going to break players um, doing this, and without players. You're not going to have a uh, you're not going to have a competition. Yeah, um, I can I could see the reasoning for it if you were a team pushing for the eight and you needed your best player back and they went through okay. The Dragons aren't in that situation and they've got a disgruntled player that doesn't want to play for them and you're going to push them out there again. Um, I wouldn't do it myself, but in all honesty, if the Dragons want to have a shot. Beating the Warriors, they need bid hunt. It's just okay, it's, it's, uh, this isn't about winning, winning the game. This is about punishing the player yeah. for for not behaving. Is it's why I said you pre-show. They're doing this to spite him um, yeah. and to punish him, not to um, this. This isn't the kind of thing you do to a player if you try to you kind of try to talk him round to to stay with us. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah, and um, like Jacko said, the Dragons have lost the plot. Yeah, I've never been happier. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't like seeing a guy like Ben Hunt kind of getting punished for the fact that the management at the Dragons are so diabolical. Yeah. Um, 
But then on that note, he also signed on with, you know, the worst team in the world. So he kind of deserves it for making a stupid choice. But um, that was the worst team in the world. Yeah. Worst team in the world. Um, So that um, was the questions. Thanks, guys. So we'll move into round 17 and the slide that um, confused Paul. Um, If you go, when you see the actual full team um, later on, you see the Dragons are on the left. But for this, because we talk about the Warriors, I make them go left on this one. But um, Richard normally names the Warriors team. Would you like to name the starting 17? Um, So what would you like me to do? Yeah. and uh, at, uh, out on the, the wings, um, we've got um, what's an a Zelensniak? No, Zelensniak. Zelensniak, thank you. And yep. um, Marcial Montoya in the centres, um, Berry and uh, your favourite player, Pompey. Um, whilst um, Luke Metcalf and uh, Sean Johnson are going to be running the show up amongst the, uh, the forwards. We've got Fanua Blake, Egan, and Afoa on the front row. Um, Ford and Nicore uh, in the, what, what the uh, union guys will call the engine room um, and Harris will captain from 13. On the interchange, yep. Dylan Walker, Josh Curran, um, Bailey, Syrian uh, and Tom Ale. Yep. And then the Dragons, uh, we've got Tyrell Sloan at fullback, uh, Matthew um, Fagai, Fing, Fingai, I don't know how to say his name, I always get it wrong, and um, Ravalava on the wings, um, Sully and Lomax and centers, um, Jaden Sullivan and Ben Hunt, question mark, in the halves, uh, Francis Molo, Jacob Little, and Blake Lowry in the front row, Jack Bird, Jaden Sewer, and Jack DeBellin in the back three. And then on the bench, we've got Amone, uh, Molo, my former um, heartthrob favorite player, Ben Murdoch Mozilla, um, turned enemy, and then Zane Musgrove. Um, before we talk about this game, Paul, when I was typing in the team, I noticed an interesting thing. In the 22 players' name for the Dragons, they've got one, two, three. They've got three Jadens in their team. Nothing special. It was just interesting. Um, <laughs> they have Jadens. We have um, hyphenated names. So, um, But, um, um, but Jadens with different spellings. All three is spelt different as well, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting clash. Ten o'clock, New Zealand. So looking, time. At, looking at the, the eighteen to twenty-two, who yep. would step in for Ben Hunt if um, if if they do uh, sub him out? I think Moses Mbai will come in. Okay, um, so number eight, yeah, number nineteen. He's. I wouldn't want him there. Oh, personally, as a Warriors fan, I would love him there. Um, but he's kind of that utility back. So I'm not saying he'll be number seven, but it, it kind of feels like he'll be in the half somewhere um, if Ben doesn't make it. But yeah, so I've picked the Warriors to win this game. The Dragons have an excellent record against the Warriors, probably part of the reason I hate them. They've played 34 games, Paul. Warriors won 10. Wow. So um, yeah, the Dragons have their number a lot of the time. Um for some reason, don't know why, but um, I'm picking I'm picking the Warriors to get the job done here. I think, as we talked about, Dragons have lost the plot. The Warriors, beside having the buy, they've kind of been the last two weeks before that buy. They started getting hitting their groove, and they should continue here. Um, well, as the better looking Richie, um, 
Yep, I'm uh, going the same. Yep, Warriors um, for, for for this one. Uh, look, you've got to say uh, the, the, the Dragons a bit of a mess at the moment, letting players go, not letting players go, and forcing players to play when they don't when they shouldn't be. Um, so, um, so yeah, yeah. And um, if they manage to get the win, um, look forward to watching next show with me blowing up about the Dragons winning um, <laughs> because I'd be very upset. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about the rest of the round now. We don't have a pretty picture because the NRL don't care about the round when Origin's happening, so they don't put out the beautiful picture that I steal. Um, but yeah, thank you, Paul, for bringing up the uh, the actual one. And um, before we go on, Jacko did mention about Zion is named on the extended bench. Um, can't wait to see him get a game or two in first grade. Yeah, he's very young, but he it looks like um, a great potential front rower for the club. So I'm looking forward to it as a, a front rower um, lover, I guess you could say. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but, yeah, the actual round. So we talked about the Dragons Warriors. You've got Simon's. Jack is saying, yeah, geez, Brad will go AWOL if the Dragons win. Look, no, no, not at all. This is... Um... This, this this show is, uh, is is therapy for Brad, and it helps him get through the season when the Warriors we'll just, aren't going well. This year, I'll cancel, I'll cancel this the year show. With the Warriors I'll going just... well. Obviously, he's, he's finding it easy to watch the games, but um, uh, but when the Warriors are struggling, um, it's, so this is this is his therapy session that helps him get through the season. So now he'll be here yeah. for the for the therapy. Well, the Warriors are going to win anyway. So well, um, yeah. So Simon, you got Simon's picks there. Did Simon go with the Warriors as well, or did he want to ruin my night? Well, look, ain't St. George versus the Dragon kind of thing, isn't it? So Warriors clearly beat the Dragon. Yeah. So, cool. All three of us agree on that one. Yep. Yep. Uh, First game on Saturday is Dolphins-Eels. I have gone with the Eels. I think they're kind of on a roll, and I feel like the Dolphins' um, depth is a concern. They they will have the Origin players back, though, which may help, but I'm going with Eels. Um, As uh, as the better-looking Robbie, uh, better-looking Richie, sorry. um, Yeah. The uh, he's, he's uh, clearly he's, he's learnt from uh, from my opinion that uh, you, you don't go against the the, uh, the dolphins. It's been it's done that too many times before. Um, got to go with the dolphins. Yeah, and Simon um, and, uh, Simon, well, look, clearly, look if you put uh, if you put a dolphin against an eel in the water, dolphins are bigger. They eat, eat the eel, aren't they? So dolphins, it is. Dolphins as well. So we're that's on, on that's a personal note, as, as in Paul, my God, why is anyone picking against the eels at the moment? I say they're one of the three form teams in the competition. Exactly. That's <laughs> why I'm going to I'm going to get one one step closer to to, to Simon. Um, next up, we've got Panthers Knights. Panthers just seems simple. Uh, simple one, yeah. This is one of those ones that's going to be a blowout. Um, but let's be honest, Panthers against Knights. Um, this is what's going to take the Panthers away from being um, the. This is going to put the line above the Panthers rather than sorry above the Knights rather than below the Knights. Uh, yeah, it's going to make that gap um, occur. I think. Yeah, and then the next game, we've got Storm Seagulls. Uh, kind of rinse and repeat what I just said. I, I'm going with Storm. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, um, yeah, look, I mean, you don't, you don't want to be, yeah, birds don't want to be flying in a storm. Absolutely not. Um, so, um, so the Storm, yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, this, yeah, this is probably where the, the Seagulls kind of, um, it's one of the ones we've talked about being, perhaps they should, they're, they're higher than where they should be in the table, but this is the kind of game that's going to, if they're going to let games slip, this is the kind of game that's going to see them drop back. Um, yeah. And uh, they're going to, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, the first game on the triple hit of Sunday, we've got Broncos Titans. Um, I've gone with Broncos, you know, they're, you know, top of the table against the Titans who have got an inflated night spot right now. So it feels super simple. 
And yeah, surprise, surprise, it's another Broncos home game. So um, another Broncos home game. Yeah, that's <laughs> this 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 myth that you you keep trotting out about the home games. Um, I'm telling you, you got to look into the stats. You, it's I am. I mean, yeah. look, looking into the stats. Um, now this is the, the, this is this is the bad piece here. The Broncos at home are four and three, four wins, three losses. The Broncos away, seven wins, one loss. The Broncos play better away from home than than at home. Um, yeah, but their away games are also at home. So it's, even though it's, even their even their one away game against the Dolphins that's at home, and their one yeah. Magic game round game. Um, anyway, um, so um, look, uh, yeah, they, they're going to the horses are going to trample Stampede the the the, the Titans. Um, and that's what both um, Richie and Simon think, uh, but um, yeah, this is this is this is part of why we say yeah the Titans are inflated. Yeah, and then the next game is Rabbitohs Cowboys. I've gone with the Rabbits. Um, I think they've been looking. Cowboys have been good, but I think the Rabbitohs at home, a um, couple of Origin players back. I think they should get them here. Um, yeah, both um, both Richie and um, Simon are going with the Killer, Killer Rabbits. Um, um, against the uh, against the Cowboys, uh, I, I, a, a little point of warning here: the Rabbits on a two and three form, whereas um, the Cowboys on three and two form. So the Cowboys are the, are the form team um, here uh, in this one uh, at the moment, compared to the Rabbits slightly. But um, uh, but yeah, uh, looking at the table position, you've got to back the Rabbits. Yeah, so that was from both Richie and Simon, both picking Rabbits. Yeah, I and mean, Rabbit's not great at home though. I mean, three wins and three losses. They're a 50-50 team at home, which again, a bit surprising. Um, yeah. But the Cowboys on the road are appalling. One win, six losses. The Cowboys do not travel well. Yeah. And then the last game, Roosters Raiders. Um, I was tossing and turning on this one, but I've gone with the Roosters. Um, you know, they got that much needed win. It might have put some self-confidence into them, get the Origin boys back and beat the Raiders at home. Um, so I've gone with Roosters. Um, Richie's also gone with um, the Roosters. Roosters at home, five and two. Um, the Raiders away, four and three. Um, but the Raiders, three and two, they're, they, they've got better form at the moment. Um, and uh, Simon's Green Machine uh, is, um, is going to be uh, having some roast chicken um, on uh, on Sunday um, is, is what he says for for this one, uh, and I think yeah, I, I'd yeah, you, you, you head you, you'd normally say Roosters, but look, they're not having a great season. Um, no, so it's it's a risk. I I'm playing um, I'm playing chess here because I knew Simon would go with the Raiders. So if I get this one, I'm two points. I could potentially be two points closer to catching him. Oh, if I get there it. You go. But um, yeah, so that's all the picks. So we've got what one, two, three. And so so we've um, we've we've gone with everyone's gone with the Warriors, um, Panthers, the Panthers, and the Storm, Storm, Broncos, and Rabbitohs. So five games, five out of the seven we've agreed on. Five out of the seven we have agreed on, and I will. Uh, bring up the multi in a second um but uh, yeah you got to say that uh, the warriors are the longest odds of the um um of the uh, of, of the round um from from uh, um from a tab point of view um and i'll just um 
switch what we're sharing. So there we go. Um, yeah, so the Warriors um, at $1.42 are the, uh, the longest odds. The rest of them, I mean, look, Panthers 128, uh, Storm 127, Broncos 134, and Rabbitohs 137. Look, those are all, I mean, as far as um, NRL goes, those are all dead certs as far as the odds. Mm. As far as odds. That's, just, that's about as short odds um, as you get. Um, let's be honest. Yeah, unfortunately, there's no such thing as a guarantee in the NRL, as we've seen. But as I'm feeling seen. confident this week, Paul. I think we're going to get it. So Yeah, but I hear that every week. Yeah. Well, eventually, I'm going to be right at some point, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was round 17's picks. Hopefully, we um, we get more, more right than we get wrong, uh, which is always our goal. So, um, we'll move into the last segment, which is Super League. Before um, then, don't forget to I, back um, Brad for the... Um, shave for, for a cure. The um, the link was in the live chat. Yep. So um, this is where we say goodbye to Jacko because he doesn't want to listen to Super League. So um, cheers for joining us again, Jacko. Um, there was no Super League played because the Challenge Cup quarterfinals are on, Paul. Um, the semifinals are now in place. They're going to happen on the 22nd and 23rd of July. That's UK dates. Um Hull um, KR versus Wigan and St. Helens versus Lee. So UK um, dates. Do we, do we not have 23rd and 22nd of July here? In we the... do, but I don't know the time difference. <laughs> um, uh, the 22nd there, is that the 23rd here or 24th or 21st? I don't know. Uh, numbers, they confuse me, Paul. Um, so, yeah, the we had the quarterfinals. Hull KR defeated Salford 2018. Um, St. Helens defeated Hull FC 32-18. Wigan scraped through and defeated Warrington 14-12. And then Lee um, defeated York RLFC 34-14. So, yeah, as I said, um, Hull KR versus Wigan, St. Helens versus Lee. Um, I, If I'm putting my, my money on the line, I'm going to say it's a Wigan-St. Helens final, um, just because Ooh. that always seems to be the final anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, it does. Um uh, they, that is a regular final. You're quite right. But Wigan look struggled against Warrington, um, whereas uh, HKR um, had a quite comfortable win against win against um, Salford. So um, yeah, look at uh, perhaps um, perhaps uh, HKR will um, will mean we'll have a cross Pennines cross Pennines clash potentially. Um, and I see Simon said he donated earlier, so uh, thank you for that, Simon. Um, we'll now just do a rundown of round sixteen, Paul. So we've got Hull FC versus St. Helens, um, Leeds versus Uddersfield, Hull KR versus Wakefield, so another loss most likely for Wakefield, unfortunately, Castleford versus Warrington, Catalans versus Lee, and then Salford versus Wigan. Um, and then Simon's giving us some help about the time. So it's 12 to 13. <laughs> we both clicked it at the same time. Sorry, Paul. I'm stepping on your turf. <laughs> Trick is it's 12 to 13 hours behind New Zealand. That that still doesn't help me with the dates. I just get confused. Um, but, yeah, um, it looks like a decent round of Super League. Um, Wigan versus Salford will be interesting. Um, St. Helens and Hull FC um, could be a good matchup. Uh, oh, look, we're up to 12.87 on the Schaefer Akua with my beautiful mugshot, which looks 
not much different than what I'm looking like now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've, you're not wearing the, the, um, the beanie tonight, so clearly it's a warm night uh, in your flat. It is. Um, I had the heater on earlier um, to combat the, uh, the horrible, horrible weather. But um, anything else you want to add while you're, while you're scrolling the donation page? I was just I was trying to look to see if any any good quotes from people who've donated. So hope no one knocks the hairdresser as they walk past. Uh, great choice of cause to raise funds for Brad from Emma. Um, uh, he's my best friend, but I'm not his best friend, um, says Connor. Whoa, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yes, so there we go. Uh, yeah. And Simon's mentioned that the upsets are more likely in the Challenge Cup than the regular Super League. Yeah. I think um, there'll be more of a surprise on, um, yeah, I think you could get an upset or two in Challenge Cup as compared to the normal season. I think it's a bit more straightforward, bar that Wakefield um, shock win over Leeds a few weeks ago. Uh, but, yeah, anything else you want to add before we go, Paul? Um, no, um, it's a pleasure to be um, to be back on the, uh, the back, back on the main show on the front the uh, uh, with my face showing. Um, and uh, look, it's, uh, I've been slacking on the driving mall show, but um, we will be looking at getting that back um, again. Um, but uh, I was busy um, making wooden toys for kids um, at the beginning of this week, so sorry, wasn't a, wasn't at home on the Monday night to uh, to do the show. It's the only consistent show on New Zealand Sport Radio is the standoff. It's always here every Wednesday, rain, hail or shine. Um, during the season. It's only because they, uh, they take 25 weeks off a year that they can actually cope. It's, it's what we have to do. Um, but yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight on the standoff with Brad and Paul. Uh, for your weekly update on Rig League, tune into our show next week at 8pm uh, on Facebook or YouTube, or any of those other places at your convenience. Uh, just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. Thank you so much for helping me out tonight, Paul. And good night, everyone. Bye, missing you already. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 